0: Spotify has just dropped their very first fan study from Spotify for artists. And this website is a walkthrough of 15 different data points that they are giving us based on their tracking and analyzing of all of the data that they have collected over the years from Spotify for artists. It's a brand new site and it's a really interesting glimpse into what they think is important and what the trends on the platform are. Now, if you're new to the channel, my name's Tom. I'm a musician. And on this channel, we talk about music marketing and how we can grow ourselves as artists and businesses so that we can take ourselves from hobbyists to entrepreneurs and earn a living on the back of our craft that we love to create. And one of the ways we like to do that on this channel is to dig into data. So if you are not new to the channel, you know that I love data. I love getting into spreadsheets and I love picking apart all that kind of stuff. So this website is very much up my alley. (laughs) So today what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at five of these 15 data points that they have given us and dig into them and talk about what they mean for the future of our businesses as independent artists. Now, if you wanna pick through this website after you've watched this video, of course, you can go to fanstudy.buyspotify.com and I'll leave a link to this in the description of this video so that you can go check it out. So this is the website. This is their fan study. It's the first one they've ever done. And at the bottom here, it says, we've analyzed millions of data points to uncover 15 new insights, each designed to help your team develop the fan base you need to reach your goals. Now, if this doesn't sound like it was made for our type of people, I don't know what it was. This is a great thing that they've dropped for us. So I wanna pick through five different things that I think are the coolest and most important to look out for, or at least the ones that have spoken to me. So the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna go up here, And you can scroll through all 15 of these data points that they have given us. They've got them numbered one through 15. They're all through the top here. And you can also X this out, come down the page, and you can grab them each individually. So the first one i want to start with is number one. Now, if you've watched previous videos on my channel, and most specifically this video right here about Spotify trigger cities, then this is not going to come as any surprise to you. The basic synopsis of that video is that there are certain markets that Spotify is available in that move more music than others. Basically, there are a few markets around the world where people are a lot hungrier for new music. And Spotify has confirmed this with this website. Basically, they say Latin America discovers the most new music. In here, you can go and look at all of this data and you can do this by every single one of these points that they have and see exactly what they mean to support this statement. So here we've got total streams of new content by city. And these are the top cities where people are discovering new music more than anywhere else. The number one city is Sao Paulo, Brazil. Then you've got Santiago, Chile, Mexico City, Mexico. Then you've got Los Angeles, London, Chicago, Paris, Sydney, Dallas, Frankfurt, Istanbul, Jakarta, Buenos Aires, Berlin, and Atlanta. The top three music discovery cities on all of Spotify are all in Mexico, Chile, and Brazil. So these are all very important markets to be targeting with your advertising dollars, because the likelihood of getting someone to actually discover your song if they've never heard of you is a lot higher. That coupled with the fact that it's less expensive to target these countries with your dollars means that you are not only doubling your opportunity, you are probably quadrupling your opportunity simply for the fact that people are hungrier and it costs less to reach them. The next point I want to look at is up here at the top, point number four. As someone who really likes to focus on music marketing, as I'm sure you do as well, this one really spoke to me too. This one says, fans are coming into Spotify in new ways. And on the right here, it says, listeners are coming to Spotify from places you might not expect. For example, in one month, Discord sent over 800,000 listeners to Spotify, who went on to listen to nearly 9 million tracks in just 14 days. So if we go to the data and open this up, this is what's really interesting about this. These are marketing avenues I hadn't really considered very much before. And maybe you haven't as well. The top sources, selection of fastest growing inbound traffic sources to Spotify in terms of growth are an app called Runkeeper Pro, the number one. It has grown 167.8% Compared to May of last year. Next to that is LinkedIn, Discord, and then Snapchat. Now, we've talked about Snapchat a little bit on this channel, but I have yet to dig into it. So, what this makes me wanna do is number one, dig into Snapchat ads a little bit more. I know some of you guys have been asking about that. And number two, I think we need to start thinking outside of the box about how we package our music and promote it using any given ad platform that you might select. So, with Runkeeper Pro, being the one that's driving the most traffic if you have songs that lend themselves to a workout playlist it might not be a bad idea to create a workout playlist that includes a lot of your music and then market that to people who have an affinity for fitness apps such as run pro or simple fitness regimens like running all different and interesting ways to market our music that i hadn't really thought about too much before But this website has kind of opened that up for me. The third one we're going to look at is point number five. And this one says a fan that saves your track will listen to it three times more. Now, this is probably going to come as no surprise to anybody. If we break into the data here, they've got this nice little chart. How saving a track affects future streams. In black here, you can see that without saving it, they're listening to it about the same amount over time, all the way up to 12 months, one year after Having first streamed it. If they have saved it, they're listening to it three times more six months later and twice as much 12 months later. So, again, this is gonna come as no surprise to anybody, including me. But I wanted to highlight this because it reaffirms to me, based on Spotify's own data, that getting your tracks saved to the library and to the playlist of the listener is very, very important. So that save rate really does count, not just because it's gonna help you with algorithmic traffic, but simply for the fact that it's gonna net you more streams over time. So you wanna get people saving your song. Point number four that I wanna hit is there. Point number nine, don't stop sharing after your release comes out. Now this is one that I am super duper guilty of. Once my release is done after the first couple of weeks, I usually stop posting about it. I continue to run ads inside of my growth campaign but I stop posting about it and driving traffic organically. And this is a mistake. The reason I do that is because I don't want to pester people with, listen to my music, listen to my music, listen to my music. Once a week, twice a week, just a story post to remind people, hey, the song is still out. Have you checked it out? It might be that third or fourth post that actually gets somebody to go to the song. So if we break into the data here, once again... According to Spotify, the peak streaming day for new album releases within the first 7 days happens for 47% of albums dropped, but after 7 days happens to 53% of albums dropped. So over half of the records that get dropped on Spotify have their highest day of streaming a full week after the release of the song or the release of the record. Now you can see that it happens here on day what is that day 8. So that's a release radar pump. When songs get a release radar pump on that eighth day, that's what that big spike in the chart is. You can see you've got release radar here again, release radar here again, and release radar here again. So release radar is doing a lot of work for songs, but then you've also got Discover Weekly doing work. That on top of just continuing to drive organic traffic. So this chart tells me, number one, getting on those algorithmic playlists is very important and very, very helpful. But number two, that I have been overlooking, keep telling people about your song. Keep telling people about it for the whole first month that it's out. Or even every once in a while, throw up a story or throw up a post linking to your music or talking about your music, if you, especially if you don't have anything else to post, throw it up there because it might be that one that drives people to it. Now, you don't wanna beat your audience to death with this, of course, but I think I have erred too much on the side of caution and I could afford to post about my music probably more frequently. My guess is maybe you could too. And then the fifth and final point that I wanna talk about from Spotify for Artists fan study is point number 13 here. You don't have to be a superstar to be super good at selling merch. This is something that we talk about, especially in live streams, which we do right here on the channel every Friday. We talk about this a lot. This is a question that gets tossed around a lot, especially from artists who don't have that many streams or are just getting started. When is the right time to start selling merch? My advice has been it's never too early to start selling merch. As long as you can afford to pay for the platform and you have the time to design it, selling merch is a smart decision because it always gives you a revenue stream or at least a potential revenue stream where if somebody really enjoys your song and enjoys your music and enjoys your content, they have a way to support you if they so choose. At least the option is available. So if we click into the data once again, they have this really interesting chart here. Volume of merch sales by monthly listeners. So down here on the x-axis at the bottom, you've got zero million listeners zero, all the way up to 70 million listeners. And then you've got sales going up on the Y axis. Now, obviously there are going to be fewer artists with 70 million listeners than there are with zero listeners, which is why all of the data is stacked down towards the bottom corner. That all makes sense. But if you look closely at this, there are a lot of artists who are selling just as much merch down here in the bottom left corner as there are out here at the top right or at the bottom right corner, rather, of artists who have a ton of listeners. So there are a lot of artists down here at the bottom who are making significant money selling merchandise, even though they don't have a massive following. And the reason this happens is because more important than having a massive fan base is having an engaged fan base. You would much rather have a thousand true fans who are going to buy every single thing you put out and listen to every single song you put out than 10 million fans who might stop by if they feel like it and this data backs that up if you're thinking about selling merch definitely get into it hop over to shopify i'll drop a link to it in this video sign up get your store online use printful i'll drop a link in this video as well to that design your merch for free and get everything set up so that at least your audience has the opportunity if they want to to support you financially now i know i just breezed through a lot of this stuff So definitely go check out this website again, link in the description of this video, go dig into these data points. They will inspire you. They will help you plan your next release, your marketing campaigns, and they will help to remind you that what we are doing, what we talk about on this channel is working. Our heads and our hearts are in the right place. All of the stuff that is on this website that Spotify dropped for us reaffirms that we are moving in the right direction. And before I sign off, I wanna say this, I firmly believe there has never been a better time to be an independent artist and to release your own body of work and turn that into a revenue stream. So whether you're 18 or 80, if you want to start making music and you want to put it out, put it out, own it, and keep building with these tools that we talk about on this channel, and you will be able to turn what you love to do as a hobby into a business the size of which you are welcome to choose for yourself. And that's it for this episode of Sounds of the Future. As always, thanks for listening. I know I breeze through a lot of screencasts in this episode, so if you want to go check out the corresponding YouTube video, definitely do that. You can find it on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash third. and uh, all the links and everything that I mentioned throughout this episode will be in the description of that video. So if you want to check out any of that stuff, link to the Spotify site, link to Shopify, link to Printful, all of that. You can find all of that in the YouTube video. And I know I said it, but I'm going to say it again. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.